Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every other week and discuss the important things in life, like how we're now officially in the second season of Crit Chat. That's Ooh. cool. Ooh. <laughs> we've, got, we've got some structural changes, so it's second season. Like, we're going to have to do that cool thing that they normally do where they, like, abandon a lot of the plots that happened in the first season and just forget about them and we're not going to talk about them. You said uh, like we didn't do that every episode, just abandon ship and like, restart. <laughs> yeah, but, well, okay. We're, we're going to have to do like one of those, like, you know, you know, in the whole first season when you're waiting for those two characters to get together <laughs> and they finally did. Um, and then they're like, wow, this isn't interesting anymore. So now they're going to have to break up this season. No. <laughs> right. I don't want to break up. Good chat. <laughs> this is Ooh. bad. I like this conceptual way about it where we are breaking up with Crit Chat. Do I have, can, I, can I stand underneath Crit Chat's window and hold the boombox playing to Peter Gabriel over my head? Ooh, or like, Peter was... Gabriel, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Crying <laughs> crying in the rain outside of Crit Chat's window. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to show that you're sensitive and you will change. I like yeah. it. Okay. Presumably we're also going to get like a new character who's kind of like a little bit off the wall, crazy, Ooh. like bringing some <laughs> kind of wild energy, character. right? Ooh. Yeah, that so, could be no, good no. for some. We we either have the new goofball character or like the the one that was all like straight laced and proper from the first season is now going to come back with like a new haircut and a new oh, yeah, attitude. Ah, uh, he begins yeah. to soften slightly because yeah. of the original goofball sort of antics yeah. have rubbed off on him somewhat. Yeah, Ooh, yes. he's like he's like he's like the the head of the football team now, and he's like. <laughs> We're, we have to compete for, for Crit Chat's affections. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Quick no. question, does Crit Chat fuck now? That's what I want. <laughs> oh, sorry, if you were under the impression that Crit Chat did not always fuck, Crit Chat currently and has always fucked. Come on. Crit Chat puts out. Crit Chat would get it. Crit Chat would get it. Uh, this week we have with us our god above, Alfred Clark. Oh, hello there. We have Josh Whitehead, the god who walks among us. Yeah, yeah. We have, oh God, what is that? Oh, it's Owen Piper. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. Thanks for putting the fucking sexual deviant as the, oh God, what an abominate, fuck you. <laughs> okay, let me have my thing. And God damn it, she's back again. It's your host, Ismay Hutton. See? Mine, mine's mean too. I feel like all yours were kind of nice, and then mine's like, oh God, look upon the works that he, that, that our Lord above created in despair. Like, I'm just a little, I feel... I'm here for a good time, and I feel honestly a little bit attacked. I mean, that was the purpose of the attack that I just did. So, like, <laughs> anyway, uh, as you guys might have worked out, this week we are talking about making a pantheon in D and D. We're going to talk about yeah, the very, very real gods that exist in Dungeons and Dragons, and how to make it how to make it all gel together and work out good. Um, I think let's start with I think that a good place to start is uh, Josh you were wanting to talk about the gods in the DMG and like kind of like picking and choosing what you want from them so what what's what's yeah. your take on the things so there there are a lot to choose from first of all so so definitely don't feel like you have to use all of them in any circumstance mm. when you're creating pantheon when we talk about creating a pantheon it's like there are different like methods for creating pantheons for example like some dms like to make every character have some religion and that religion you know when when uh that character prays if it's a cleric or somebody um they can physically communicate with a god versus others that like the gods work completely independently from the players and and you never see like interaction with players but as far as gods uh, go. There are a lot of really cool existing gods and um, and stories of gods within Fifth Edition and the Forgotten Realms sort of like uh, canon. The one thing I will say is there is no written origin myth in the D and D world. So that's one thing that I think you can sort of allows you to pick and choose gods that you would like to use. Um, for example, I know we're all probably going to talk about what gods we we use and oh, how yeah. we've created our own pantheons, but sort of like that allows you to do to do just that using picking and choosing the gods that you think are interesting and instilling them into your story. Um, a lot of other people, I know a lot of people use like Norse gods or Greek gods and use those as the pantheon that you you do within your story. That's fine oh, yeah. too, you know, just whatever you think works just make sure you have a, a widespread of, of of gods to choose from our, our classic uh. advice of just steal from things around you <laughs> yeah oh i thought you were laughing at widespread 
No! <laughs> Look, now I have a little bit. <laughs> also, I should clarify, this is like my favorite topic within oh, D&D. Same. Oh, hot, same. I, I, I went to school, I went to NC State for religious studies. I have a degree in religious studies, oh, so shit. this is like, this is my shit. No, this is your entire jab. Oh, I don't, yeah. I, like, why did I bother prepping? I prepped for this. God damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have joined this episode of the podcast so that I could be an audience. <laughs> yeah, right? to, Enjoy this. Yeah. You're all nerds. I'm going to just sit here and hackle. This is my plan. <laughs> We're the two genders of audience members. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I think I, that, that's a good. I think that that's a. It's a good lead into Alfred saying because Alfred was uh, you were wanting to talk a little bit about Kev DMG like alternatives to to gods. I I had trouble finding the alternative <laughs> gods in the. I think they might be in the player's handbook now. Uh, on reflection, yeah, like the like fifth edition has uh, like suggests alternative pantheons like the Norse gods that we were saying before. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff like that, and also the like general structure, not just the pantheon of gods, but the structure of your um, it's the structure of the the planes, right? Because we're on the mm-hmm. planes episode, I think we were, yeah, because we were looking at the DMG and the that has alternatives like uh, the world tree. Um, set up from Norse, I think vaguely, loosely inspired by North, North, Norse mythology. <laughs> yeah, rather than, yeah. um, but also the DMG, it suggests a lot of like faith systems that I quite like. Obviously the like D&D worlds are not like monotheism. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. D&D has a nice, a nice thing of like, there, there's a bunch of gods and there's room for lo- lots of, lots of gods and it's all kind of hand waved. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. God's work, but but that but like that makes sense, right? And uh, but I but I really love um, animism as well in in, in in as like a a basis. And I actually own like a big OSR <laughs> community Ooh. made book called Petty Gods, which is a huge collection of like just random gods, you know, gods of cheese and um, you know, thread yes. makers and yeah, you know, uh, I, I I love that stuff. Um, I think it's really fun. I like that kind of um, like a, in a kind of sociological way. I think it's interesting to have more a- emphasis on like local deities rather than um, your big pantheon of gods yeah. who rule over the world <laughs> yeah but i think but there's definitely room for both i think in a campaign um i i also don't know how you would deal with clerics in like a more of an animist like there are only if there are only local gods they could be warlocks <laughs> but be dicks about it be all sanctimonious yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's what you get down to. That's all clerics I mean, are. They're just, yeah, war- yeah. they're just they're just warlocks that are assholes. They're like, oh, literally- <laughs> my god's not a demon. Like, I don't care. Yeah, like when we when we get down to the nitty gritty of it, they're the same class. <laughs> like, so yeah, in in general, in the DMG, it it's just that to to have like a kind of quick build pantheon. Uh, you're supposed to have eight domains that the the various gods look after and kind of rule over. I'm going to list them out because I'm a helpful bitch. Uh, those ones are death, knowledge, life, light, nature, tempest, trickery, and war. Uh, and yeah, it kind of suggests that to have a pantheon, you pick and choose any of the gods that are on their list or just make up ones of your own um, and attribute them to each one of those. And it kind of is supposed to cover all of the things in life, I guess. So like, uh, is this yeah. is this something that you guys have done in your campaigns? Um, I mean... The way I do gods is kind of weird. I mean, I say weird. I, I kind of make it up as I go along. But <laughs> So yeah, no, gods in D&D work different than they do in the world of flesh in that they're real ass things that exist. Like they walk among us, on, much like Jesus Christ, our Lord. But this, <laughs> the, these, these do it with increasing frequency. Um, so the way I do it... I kind of have like the big ones, like you know mm. the ones that navigate the weird, like you know the forces of chaos or yeah. the big, the big shit, the big boys. Uh, and then you've got the smaller ones that are like, oh, this is the god of like rivers and and <laughs> oh. shit like that. Just it's kind of a weird blend of animism and the the other ones. Yeah. Um, and then I just let players like, okay, I'm a cleric. Okay, who's your god? Tell me who your god is, and I'll make your pantheon around that. I feel like that's probably a decent way to do things. Yeah, just do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. Talk to your players is the best advice I've got for you, because like, yeah. then they feel more involved in the building of the world. And if you want to have a god of like cheese, do it. Like, do I've had it. some fun. I've had some fun ones with that before. 
not not specifically cheese, but like you can have some fun gods, <laughs> like the god of parties or whatever. That's always a fun one. I know that we are, we are we are talking about what our pantheons are all about, but I would like to circle back to that after my new topic that I'm bringing <laughs> to the table. It, this is the part of the show where I, I disrupt the show because I want to do a different <laughs> show. Um, if you were a niche god, what niche god would you be? <laughs> no, good question. And I'm talking I'm talking niche. I'm talking like, niche because like you want me to my- you want me to get as granular as humanly possible yeah like right? i because like i was like oh well i could be like the god of the god of wine but i'm like no that's that's very that's very general like that's a lot of power i have i have a lot of power okay. for wine i don't want power i want niche <laughs> i want I'm power over, over wine from this specific region of the world <laughs> yeah like yeah more more along those lines and even then only sort of like white wine no 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 no, no. <laughs> it's like it's like i would be the god of sitting in a in a white painted room <laughs> on a chair with no arms and no back <gasps> staring at a wall all that's, the time. That's a bad god, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's that's, a very boring god. It's a terrifying and, god. And very few people pray to him, so he doesn't oh. have much to worry about, right? <laughs> I I feel like I'm I might be the god of you know when you meet someone new for the first time and you're like, Oh hi, my name's Isme and they're like, Hi, my name is but then you just don't listen to what their name is and you're like, Oh hi and then you realize that you've not listened to what their name is and then you can never ask because you you, you just asked and they just answered. So now you'll never know this human being's name as long as you do live. And then she's your girlfriend and you still haven't got the courage to ask her what her name is. You just affectionately refer to her as cutie. Ismay, just real quick. Ismay, yes. just real quick. Just what's your girlfriend's name again? Just real fast? Just real fast? I have to break up with her instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be the I'd be the god of taking so long to debate whether or not something is a good deal uh, that the, that it goes away or someone else buys it, and then afterwards realizing that it was an extremely good deal and you should have gone for it, or carrying it around the store with you, like I'm totally going to buy this, and then chickening out when you get to the counter. Done that <laughs> so much. Oh, this is such awkward relatable content. We're all dungeon masters I, for a reason. Of awkward relatable content. I got mine. I, my, I'm, I would be the god of that thing where you're starting to talk to someone and like you know you you really like them and stuff and like there's like you know you feel there's, there's a little bit of a connection there um, but like eventually the messages just can't you start to get bored or something and like you just stop replying to them even oh. though you really like them and you don't want to be a dick and you enjoy talking to them it's just like I'm, I don't do I, I, I ah help this is a problem I'm currently facing so in, the real, god of, in my flesh the god right? of self sabotage is what I'm hearing yes. oh yeah that's, that's me dog that's me in the real world <laughs> let alone this fantasy space you've created I, I inherently hate my life or something i don't know what's going oh, on no. my it's... ear is taking over oh god someone stop me i need to go <laughs> I, I like that we're like yeah like really niche gods and instead it's just like the most powerful god of all time i think <laughs> like <laughs> it's a very specific kind of self-sabotage it's so specific but it's so universal i think <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, we could go back to talking about our, our dumb pantheons and not what we're the gods of, but just look out for all your cameos in Half Damage. They're coming. Okay. If you could go ahead and kill that god that I am, no! that would be fucking great. If you could just, no, no, kill oh, that god and help my life out, please. Please, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that could be a fun campaign where you where you literally fight your literal inner demons. That could be fun. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, you li- you literally, yeah, you're going to fight the, the god of, I don't know, depression. <laughs> you, you just You just kill it. Now depression is dead. Now depression is gone. <laughs> hey, oh. d- hey, DM, are you okay? Because, like, uh, the last five campaigns have been killing the depression god. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> also, like- if you do bring that up in half damage... Are, are our names, are the names of these gods just going to be like Josh, Alfred? Oh, yeah, and- good cue. Yeah. <laughs> good cue. Because it's just Evandra and like Bahamut and Tiamat and Josh. Josh? <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful god of all. I like Zero that. subtlety. <laughs> so, maybe, oh, we can do it. We can do it like a little D4 roll because I forget. Oh, they're all on the floor. My life is a danger zone where I've got three D4s just lying about my floor. That's literally that is the worst place for D4s. What are you doing? Yes. Um, well, I keep dropping them and I'm lazy and I don't want to pick them up. So, that's <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't need to walk for the next seven years. I'll just no. litter my floor with the 
sharpest thing known to man. <laughs> yeah, Waboosh. I'd rather step on a kitchen knife than a D4. Like, no joke. <laughs> yeah, at least That's it would right. be, you know. Like, when you go to hospital, they're just like, oh, I see how that happens. <laughs> oh, what happened to your foot? Oh, yeah, I, I stepped yeah. on a small plastic polyhedral dice. And they're yeah, like, what they'll... the fuck is your life? Be like, oh, I'm a dungeon master. And they'll make a jerk off motion and be like, <laughs> nerd, and just leave you to your pain. <laughs> no, I... It, it... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit it's just like what the f- yeah the d- doctors doctors aren't nerds they're just like ah, fuck them <laughs> no we can deny service based on the fact that you're a giant fucking dweebus go home <laughs> um okay roll the thing uh i'm 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 talking about my my shit i, I went very classic because when i was starting doing the whole DMing thing. Um, I've st- stuck with the same Pantheon all the time because fucking why not? Uh, but I just wanted something simple and easy because I didn't think that I would love writing about the gods as much as I did. And boy, was I surprised. So yeah, I've got, I've just got like the, the cash, the, the, the usual setup of getting one god for each of the, the eight domains that are in the, that are in that their book. And then I've just over time been adding more and more to the story of gods and how they kind of work in my world. For instance, this is like the overarching plot of so many of my campaigns. (laughs) So if you're listening and you're in one of my campaigns that's not half damage because it's not about this, uh, then please uh, just skip ahead a little while. Uh, I've just like added added a little little ninth um, domain that I think I've put down as as chaos and have like a nice little uh, overarching thing that there used to be the, the nine domains and then they were like, oh, Oh, fuck, maybe chaos wasn't such a good idea. And all the gods got together and essentially uh, erased the this god of chaos from the world as much as one can erase a god. Like, all of the knowledge gods got together and just fucking were like, mm, we're just gonna erase this from everyone's memory because if no one remembers them, they won't be worshipped. And if they're not worshipped, they don't have any power because god's power comes from people worshipping them. But I think that the thing that I, I most like about having the main gods is kind of attributing them to how they came to be. So I I went with the god of death. It was like the very first god because as long as things are alive, they're going to die. So that's... It's the first god. And then I had that god kind of split parts of themselves off onto a couple of the other gods that are just the way that the world works, like life, war, nature, and tempest. And then the the other ones I've put down as they kind of were living beings that rose to godhood. Because the idea that a person can rise themselves up to godhood is one of the most interesting things for me. And that's what half of the gods of my pantheon are. So it was just people that were very good at their job or very good at embodying that (sighs) specific thing. And they became a god for it. And I like that. And I think that's really cool. Mm. Like, I, I am a giant nerd. I think I've mentioned this before that I've written. Really? Could have fucking yeah, fooled me. Right? The person that plays video games for a living is a nerd. What, what fucking. Maybe? <laughs> I mean, normally, normally it's like, oh, you play video games for a living and well, that makes you a nerd. I, I essentially come to every video game with the fresh eyes of a babe. <laughs> 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 like, I've never played a game in my life. What is this? <laughs> what? I-, I don't know how to run. How does it's, go forward? It is like television, but it inco- it responds to my inputs. It's like a DVD game. It's like Bandersnatch. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> New segment. Ismay talks about how Bandersnatch sucked. Bandersnatch and I hated sucked. It. it was so endlessly bad, and I was so mad about it. And anyone that liked it, that's genuinely fine. But I'm going to give you a whole bunch of other, like, choose-your-own-story visual novels that are a hundred times better, and then show you what you're missing, baby. Like, even the worst David Cage game is better than Bandersnatch, and that's not even me <laughs> trying to be a dick. Like- but also, <laughs> I like, no, I might have to I might have to circle back, because Bandersnatch did give us Colin, the best person in the entire world. <laughs> For literal weeks after Bandersnatch came out, me and my girlfriend would just every so often be like, did you know in an alternate timeline you're a cool person and not a huge nerd? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That makes me sad to think about in an alternate timeline. 
I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> like, there's an alternate timeline where, I don't know, you're successful or cool. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I fuck, well, can't relate. <laughs> but yeah, so my favorite thing about making gods is the whole people rising to godhood. I think that's a cool, fun plot line as well. Like, it, as it could very much be a possibility for the players, which is I'm nice. I'm going to say, that's it gives fun. the players a nice, a nice opportunity, right? maybe. You could a be god. a god. You could be a god if you don't excellent. die beforehand. I think my favorite one that I wrote about was the God of Light, because I, I made it... I started pronouncing it Corellian, so... I think the but thing I from made... Star Wars, the planet from Corellian. Yes. <laughs> okay, right. It's too late for me. <laughs> Save yourselves. Um, but yeah, I made Corellian the God of Light, and uh, essentially made it so that they were a really good fuck, <laughs> and went around to people, and like everyone fell in love with them. And it was very like, what, will you be here tomorrow? And they're like, oh, no, sorry, I got a fuck off and do other things. They're like, why won't you stay with me forever? And uh, it was essentially Corellian being like, do you see the sun up there? That's my job. I have to spend every single day looking after the sun and making sure that it comes out every morning and goes away every night uh, to sustain us and keep us all living. And because they were so charming and charismatic, they would just believe it until one day enough people that this motherfucker (laughs) fucked believed it that they were just the god of life. <laughs> that's an origin that's, that's story. Phenomenal. Oh. So that's that's how I gods, I guess. Hello, adventurers. I am Corellian. I'm going to move the sun across the sky in my golden chariot. Also, look at this ass. <laughs> look at this butt. <laughs> I like that your path to godhood is through being a really good lay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, that's where I'm going wrong. Fuck. <laughs> Look, concentrate all your efforts on... Uh, yeah, oh, no, what is it? Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alfred, how do you how do you handle your, your pantheon? Like, what have you done? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> it's tough because I haven't... Um, most of my campaigns tend to be either not D&D <laughs> or um, they are the kind of, I guess, the Dawn War deities they're called. The, the um, yeah. Forgotten Realms. Yeah. Um, deities <laughs> kind of similar to well actually no not similar yeah, yeah so I like I like your uh, your path to godhood through <laughs> sexing people into believing that you're a god and other ways uh, that was just what <laughs> I can retroactively go back and just say all the gods that got there got there from fucking I'll make it work <laughs> <laughs> yeah including Jesus um, by the way they don't tell you that oh, in the yeah. Bible but... oh yeah Je- Jesus got there through fucking <laughs> Jesus to get it <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's the end slate for you <laughs> It's sort of I sort of start from variations based on things that I don't like about the existing um D&D canon, I guess. Uh, okay. the like 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 I always found interspecies stuff really bizarre. Like D&D is kind of based off of this vein of fantasy where dwarves and elves are like demi-humans, right? I kind of like it if the, if everyone's a different literally a different species and so it's all just I I like I like everyone to be a different species because then it discourages speciesism, I guess. <laughs> it's okay. kind of a message from the campaign. But also there's you know there's lots of half races and so I kind of liked the idea that there would be like a god of love and romance who would like allow like this oh. like interspecies like you like if you if people fall in love so i have a god who like will allow people to have children together and it will be like a half you know half of the two species okay but like it, it the mechanics of it work the same way as like D yeah. does but yeah so i like the idea that it was like just kind of like a divine thing that was granted to people who are in true love or something couples of like any gender any species can yeah um, petition i guess so Um, what you're saying is you have a god of fucking that's that's what i was saying at the beginning of if you remember way back when i started speaking (laughs) back through all of that uh yeah i was trying to yeah call to your your or your one (laughs) um but yeah, and also, yeah, I made that that this deity was also kind of the patron deity of humans because I kind of I kind of enjoy racial deities. I'm not really I can't really decide uh, uh-huh. if I enjoy racial deities or not. But yeah, that was kind of like it kind of explained was supposed like supposed to explain why there's like slightly more like human half breeds than other half breeds. Um, okay. 
Uh, but yeah, so I guess that's kind of that's that's like my favorite. That's my there's my favorite deity. <laughs> my um, favorite. Other than that, it's like pretty similar. Like I I, I keep things mostly the same as Forgotten Realms, where mm-hmm. it suits me. Um, I like having more like local faith things that have power. Um, in yeah. like local areas. I guess I, I, I have, I, like, I quite enjoy the old, the kind of old fantasy thing of, like, original D&D, the alignment chart was just between law and chaos. It, they, oh, yeah, I know, I remember. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm rebuilding my uh, memory of my, um, yeah, so I, oh, I like this I because do, yeah. <laughs> I wanted the world to have ley lines, and I wanted ley line intersections, and I wanted, like, places of power like that. Um, and I built the idea that that would, those would be, like, chains keeping the earth together or whatever, and so the, the whole like basis of that cosmology was that there's like the primal god of chaos and then law which was created from the chaos and then that god being of law is like chaining chaos in order to make anything make sense but yeah and then i just had like these i really liked the like visuals of like just some huge deity with all these chains like flying out i like the ideas of chains in space big golden chains i <laughs> <laughs> like the visual it's like look sometimes you're gonna make a deity because you like the idea of a big dude with chains around him and it's excellent and epic <laughs> and that's fine make gods based on what you think would look cool in the eventuality that at one point your players are gonna go and fight a god because eh, players get bored and fight gods sometimes it just happens assume the end point of every campaign is killing a oh, god yeah. just as a rule kill a god and then you finally get back to your tavern and you're like wow what do we do now and then someone bursts through the door and they're like my father got taken hostage by a dragon and then they all look to camera and go well some things never change <laughs> and they roll credits they roll credits Seinfeld music plays <laughs> bong, 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 bong. baby I hear the blues are calling <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host, Ismay. One day, it's not going to be me. One day, it's not going to be me doing the middle of the podcast break chat, and then you'll be, like, laughing out the other sides of your faces. You're like, oh, whatever. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us here today. Um, If you didn't listen to the announcement that we put up last week, um, first off, you should do that. Do that thing. Uh, I'm about to tell you all the information from it, but it gets soppy and heartfelt and sentimental in the middle of it. So, you know, if you want to listen to me get all choked up, go listen to that. Um, But essentially, we are only going to be doing crit chat every other week from now on. Um, This is for a bunch of reasons that I detail in the announcement. Um, But yeah, so in general, we're just going to start doing it every other week uh, instead of every week. So it gives me a little bit more time to do the things. Um, And yeah, but it's still going to be the same content that you love, the same people that you love. And hopefully it will be a lot less frantic than you're used to. We're also not doing it live anymore. So if you're wondering where the announcements are for me going, listen to it live. uh, We're not doing it. So it's not, I'm not going to advertise it. That would be stupid. I wouldn't know why I would be doing that. Anyway. On to the normal break chat. If you listen to the end, you can hear the plugs from the amazing people that we've got on. We've all got plugs today because we're all very busy beans. We're all such busy beans. So yeah, listen to the end to hear all those. You can get some good new content that's not just me. Or also me, more me. So you've got the options of less me or more me. And those are literally the only two options in life. These are the two genders. Uh, If you want to find us places uh, with Crit Chat, you can follow us on Facebook. You go to facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word. On twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat. Uh, You've got our Discord link down in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Um, And if you're there on our social media, it really helps us out. It gets the word out a little bit more. lets people know that we're here. You get follow us. You get, get all the info and the updates and the content that we bring out and there's extra content who doesn't want extra content uh, but yeah if you share us from those places it genuinely means the world to us it lets more people listen um and you know what if we get enough people listening and following then we get sponsorship things if we get sponsorship things then it gives us money if we get money then fuck it maybe i will have enough money so that i can go back to doing this uh full time and i don't have to Take a break. It could go back to being a weekly podcast. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, the, if you want to do that, that would be absolutely amazing and splendiferous and wonderful. And I'd love you forever for it. Uh, speaking of things that would make me love you forever, if you head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, again, all one word, you get, you get 
get a lot of different rewards. You can help us out in a money's way. You can give us as little as one human dollar, and you get some cool ding-dang rewards from that, and that's awesome. By far the coolest reward that we're going to talk a little bit more about at the end is that you get to be in a game called Space Scoundrels with us. It's an adventure that Alfred DMs, a lot of us crit chatters uh, go and play in, and you guys can come and play in too. So you get to play D&D with us guys and see what we're like in an actual playing situation. It's super, super dope. You get yeah lots of different rewards, lots of different levels. There's about to be some new content that goes up, some behind the scenes um, from Half Damage, uh, which is going to be very funny. Uh, things that we had to take out of the show because it made it too long. But yeah, go over if you want those good content things. Speaking of Half Damage... We do Half Damage. If you don't know about Half Damage, Half Damage is an actual play Curse of Strahd podcast at IDM, and we've got some of the amazing Crit Chatters playing in. Those Crit Chatters are Alfred, Emily, Ali, Ian. It is the most wholesome good podcast. It is very funny. It can sometimes be spooky. And I'm not gonna lie, in the one that's about to come out, it gets fucking real, my dudes. So yeah, go over and find that wherever you find your usual podcasts, and yeah, enjoy that. And that's it from me. You cannot listen to us live anymore, so I don't have that end spiel. I'll just let you get back to the episode. Love you all. Thank you for bearing with us through the big break, and now the new schedule changes. See you soon. Uh, last but not least, Josh, what is your what does your pantheon look like? I actually wrote a short story, uh, not really a short story, more like a, a supplement to go with my campaigns. Oh my god, um, yes! I would be happy to share it with you if you'd like Dead. to share it. Um, but <laughs> I love it! It is, it's like 15 pages, and when I was doing it, I, I wanted to do something that explained the world, right? That explained the gods. And so I did do an origin myth that basically surrounds the the sovereign host i don't know if you guys know about the sovereign host but basically yeah. it's this collection of like eight to ten dragons dolora adult dorn um and the dark six um which is another collection <laughs> of evil gods um six to be exact uh, what Aww. yeah weird um fuck me no, so, they referred to as sixes i like this <laughs> yeah wow. weird. Um, but yeah, it, more or less the story is like, um, similar to what Alfred was saying that like, you know, there was time, there, there was this God of time and this God of time gave birth to life and death, um, and then had sex with life and death, its children to create the greater gods, the mm, sovereign host. Wait, no. Wait, yes, yeah, sorry. I, I was kind of only half <laughs> yeah. paying attention to that. Is there like God incest? Yeah. That, God incest no. made the world. Yep. Not crazy about that <laughs> one, Chief. <laughs> so, so the, the reason I did that is because I, having a degree in religious studies, yeah. I wanted to write this story in such a way that felt like h- how religious stories go <laughs> yeah um, and in a lot of cases i mean look at greek mythology look at roman mythology there's a lot of that that there was this one it it had a baby it had sex with <laughs> yeah. the baby to create more gods i know i know that that like is in the history but like you also made the conscious decision to create a world where gods. <laughs> yes yeah, i also I'm, I'm, d- <laughs> I'm also just like look i play D to get away from the sucky real world <laughs> right um <laughs> where this happens but I think it's interesting. I, I yeah, mean, that, no, that's it something is super that, interesting. Yeah. Is the problem. No, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to no. dunk on you. I'm just like, oh, I'm trying fuck. to dunk a little bit. Like, I want like, a, <laughs> yeah. I want, like a 20% dunk to 80%. Cool that you're like using some real life examples. I like that. But the 20% dunk is definitely there. I'll turn up the dunk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I, the other thing I wanted to do besides like relating it to actual religious origin myths is I wanted to write it in such a way that felt like a religious text. Like when you read a Buddhist text, right? It's like a lot of repetition, saying the exact same thing over and over again with a few words changed. Like, Mm -hmm. and on the 10th day, they did this. And on the 11th day, they did this. And so I wrote it in that way so that I could print it out. Basically, I've got like a little handbook that's like 30 pages that I can use in campaigns. Um, they can find this book in That's a library. So cute. It, it is a something I'm really proud of, but b it, it details a lot of those decisions that I made for the world. You know, we we've got like a collection of major gods, the higher gods, the sovereign host, and how they kick out the dark six throughout time. And like one of the interesting things that I've done in my campaigns is I know a lot of people use the Raven Queen 
being like mm -hmm. the god of death and use her as like an evil goddess. I see the Raven Queen as less of an evil being and more like a mysterious being. Yeah. Um, Isn't she true neutral? I just I, sorry, I don't want to like get rule. So. I don't want to channel Kai, but I'm pretty sure I she's thought like, she was just like super. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I also thought she was like just like super just, self. Like, the most about chill. herself. I've, um, I've got her down as my, my chill bay. Well, so yeah. that's what I have her as as well. Yeah, yeah. She's I, like she's my 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 one that I use for death as like the the one that kind of the the god that beget all gods because I love her. Yeah, I, I also really like her. For the reason that in within the Dark Six, one of the Dark Six is called the Traveler, and um, um, their whole thing is that it's a, he he's a trickster god, and you never see his face. He's always got he's basically always wearing a backpack and a hood op over his face. And so within the mythos, I've made it sort of understood that the Traveler and the Raven Queen are the same god. Okay. Th there's this idea within most religions with uh, that are multi uh, that have a lot of gods like a pantheon that gods that are tricksters have a tendency to play around and create other gods around them or create other other personalities like this that have lives of them, their own, have, have followers of their own that people don't know they're the same god. And then the other thing that I, I enjoy doing with these, uh, these stories is that there's like a, a larger story happening all the time in my campaigns. Mm -hmm. Like there, there's stuff happening on the world. The players are doing their own thing. And behind the scenes, there are there are the, this greater picture, these other things that are happening among the gods the entire time. And sometimes that's minor gods having squabbles. Sometimes that's like the sovereign host having squabbles. They don't really interact with the people that much. Not many gods like intervene in the world. I like that you you've written it all down as uh, as a book that people can can stumble on in the world mm. because yeah. that's, that that feels like really like cool interactive. I didn't even think of doing that cuz I just for for my own benefit, I guess is what I did. Like I did the same kind of thing of I wrote down all the the origin story of where each of them came from and also wrote it in a way that is very like like you would find it in an old text. Probably not as accurate because I went to film and media <laughs> for, for my schooling thing yeah. but eh, whatever I tried yeah um, like the inspiration was my, my degree is technically religious studies but you, when you go into religious studies you choose a focus and my focus is in eastern religions like um, okay. Buddhism and uh, Taoism and, and Confucianism yeah. so reading these like ridiculous texts over and over again so repetitious <laughs> that like I, I'm losing my mind and I'm thinking like <laughs> I could do something with this and I, I really <laughs> wanted to do something that was repetitive and like yeah. you feel like you could skip over stuff but if you skip over stuff you're going to be lost yeah, yeah, yeah that's fucking excellent I like that this is another little DM power trip of I could I could just make you guys suffer in other ways I, yeah. d I don't have to kill your players to make you suffer yeah that's read this 30 page book that I'm handing you <laughs> yeah <laughs> You have no choice. Uh, Read you this could, cool book. You could you could set up some like Dan Brown esque um, mysteries with like your Ooh. fake religious texts as keys and ciphers. And well, so yeah, there's there's that's another really cool. interesting thing that I like. Uh, something I've done actually is all of these things are written in this book, but then there are like other regional stories about like the Raven Queen or Dola Ra or Dol Dorn that like how do you know what's a real story and what's not a real story. I like mm. having those like local myths because in, in in like Greek mythology there were a lot of those type of local myths like hero myths where Zeus had sex with a goat and somebody yeah. saw it, you know, like <laughs> someone was in the bushes like, "Oh no. I'm like, so sad. I'm seeing this." Someone's on Zeus. Oh. <laughs> Reality was just like some dude's brother. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's you know the goat fucker. <laughs> like, look, Every village has one. People are going to judge you if you're like, oh, I was watching my brother fuck a goat. They're not going to judge you if you're like, I watched a god fuck a goat. They're like, wow, tell me more. That's awesome, suddenly, yeah. suddenly you're the big man around town. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, Josh, you, you might be the one that possibly relates the most to me in this fact. Do you get an overwhelming sadness when after all the work you put into your gods that you love very much, none of your players ever care? Honestly, half the time, uh, it's not that they don't care. 
that they never find out. That yeah, that's the other one. That, yeah. that like uh, more often than not, like I said, there's always a greater story going on among the gods, and I've got that stuff documented when we're playing. Like, oh hey, you know, if there's an earthquake, it's because something's going on. Yeah, um, and it probably doesn't strike them, or like there's no way that they're gonna get to the gods to find out what's going on with the gods. So like yeah. More often than not, it's like, man, I wish I could tell you what's actually happening. I get that. Mm. I'm just, I, I just want to talk about the gods more with my <laughs> players. And they, they're like, that's cool, Ismay. I want to fight a dragon, actually. I'm like, no, but do you want me to tell you the origin story about that the dragon is very similar to the origin story well, so of So this gods. gives you an excuse. Put it in a book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put it in a book. Promise them that at some point there's going to be some pertinent information. Yeah, just it's like going to help brackets. you down the line. Read yeah, this yeah, book like, I wrote. Do, do that thing where like companies every so often sneak a little Easter egg into their terms and conditions to be like, hey, if you actually read this, here's a free iPad. But like, <laughs> do, do that with your religious text. Yeah, I do that. I actually did put that in uh, in this book. It says, uh, if you, <laughs> you want a free iPad. End. Yeah, where's a free iPad? <laughs> I'll read it. I want an iPad and a cool book about gods. Yeah, wait, wait uh, for it's, me. It's, it's a little link at the bottom. You click it and you basically email Apple and say, hey, Josh said I get a free iPad. (laughs) And they'll just give it to you. Wow. I mean, do you want me to bleep that out of the podcast so not everyone does it? Yeah, that would be great, please. (laughs) Okay, will do, will do. (laughs) (laughs) So I completely forgot. We're we're, we're approaching the end. Uh, Owen, did we at any point cover your, what I have down as mystery subject? This is like the the least amount I've spoken on any any one episode of Crit Chat. Um, My mystery subject I kind of did them and didn't do them very well because like I say I'm very tired and not very good at this this whole DM thing um, my secrets are becoming unraveled very quickly I mean from the very first episode I don't think that an episode has passed without you being like I suck as a DM I do though like, man like, you don't I've been on I, like I play with you <laughs> um, no, a lot of that's just stuff. That's a lot of that's the god of depression just fucking getting in there. You know how you yeah. do sometimes. Yeah, you know, sometimes you do be like that. But yeah. like, just some actual some advice rather than talking Ooh. about my fan fiction. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean to discredit all the hard work any of you have done. It's just it's fan fiction. No, right? it's brilliant. It oh yeah, um, especially want to make them fun. Unless you're building a campaign specifically around religion, which is a thing you can do. I've seen it happen and it can work. Plan for the gods to be a background detail yeah. because there's a good chance the players won't engage with it. That's, you know, that's not any, you know, oh, yeah. you're making content that they might not necessarily explore. That's fine. I create shit that no one touches a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. And it leads me to think that I'm railroading them when I'm really not. Plan for that kind of thing. Definitely make a pantheon because it's fun to world build. I'm not saying it isn't. Um, I've written whole creation myths for my worlds that no one has even touched. Uh, and it's fine because it's just a background detail that if they wanted to engage with, they could. But it doesn't necessarily mean you can't use it in another setting or it can't come up as sort of information or a plot hook or something. So just make this stuff. You don't necessarily have to use it, especially unless you're doing a campaign that's all about sort of the death of religion or whatever, (laughs) which is a fun campaign you could do. Um, I'd like to play that. Sort of like a a righteous crusade across the land to spread the fucking teachings Mm, of the the, the god of self-sabotage. No! (laughs) No. We're instilling atheism into the world. Yes, this is how we do. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's it's very true. I, I'd like I'd like to I would, yeah I'd like to say that like, um, I think it's definitely something that can be that it's something that generally becomes more and more relevant as a campaign goes longer and longer and people get to higher levels. Like, mm-hmm. like the the yeah. whole game is structured around like you know level fifteen to twenty being like you're you're literally yeah. plain walking yeah like unbelievable badasses who are um doing like like chatting to god right um and pals on the weekends like you went out (laughs) on the lash you know yeah oh you know how we uh, do sometimes you know you go out and get a drink and then you wake up in the astral plane and fucking istus is hanging over you waiting to cut your head off because you (laughs) you you did something weird to fate Um, remember that one fucking the quest in skyrim where you go out drinking with your pal sam and then he's just (laughs) like oh he's like god of chaos or like a trickster god prince of chaos or whatever it's great it's very Mm -hmm. good do that that's your campaign now
anyway yes <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I would like to it would be cool to do like um this is now a, a topic suggestion um yes it'd be cool to do an episode on like how you actually like do extremely high level campaigns involving v- very direct contact with gods and possibly murdering them because be funny. i think it's i think it's something that i i, I honestly have no idea how i would like even go around about yeah doing that in a okay, believable but the, way but the, yeah, no but the god of war video games exist you can just crib the plot <laughs> right but the thing <laughs> about gods is like gods aren't always this like awesome badass character in, in a lot of cases gods are meant to be like childish they're very like mm-hmm. emotions get the best of them very easily so like i think that's that's super cool if you have that interaction with players you get the opportunity yeah. to be like oh you said one mean thing to me i'm gonna make the world explode yeah i curse you and i curse you and your entire line for a thousand generations to only give birth to goblins yeah oh good curse but just yeah just just watch just watch the later seasons of steven universe look at the diamonds and be like that that's what gods is huh anyway uh i know we're gonna have to wrap up there that went by in like three seconds because i always want to talk about gods if we could do like 15 episodes on this that would be great for me but i guess we're gonna wrap it up here um we do another one i'll prepare for it next time (laughs) don't lie to me to my human face (laughs) i prepared for at least two episodes of crit chat Mm. at least okay at least one and you know it was the goblins i I know that no prepared for at least that yeah no i believe i believe in you having prepared for the goblins one and maybe i'm gonna give you the benefit of a doubt and say the first one you were on question mark god damn it the first words out of my mouth were i haven't really prepared for that that was how this audience was introduced to me Uh. (laughs) damn it i had too much benefit too much benefit (laughs) too much benefit uh but yeah let's let's go over let's go over some plugs uh we'll just go in the order that you're in in the chat uh alfred what you got for us uh yeah so mostly i'm just plugging the crit chat patreon um it uh mostly because if you if you if you donate at any level on the Chat patreon you can play D with us um yes last week uh both ismay and <laughs> owen were there yeah we were uh as well as uh a, a patron a patron uh and yeah it's you can play with all, all of the yeah other patrons and guests uh last week there was a lot of fur babies fur babies <laughs> Um, we also tried to figure out how a tiger woman would fuck. So, like, yeah. you know, you want you want to like don't want to miss minutes. out on that. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't hate that. And I think you you, you like collectively arrested like. 48 people or so yeah it worked great um i shot and killed a man by accident that was good that too (laughs) i think so far the uh, at least the the ones that i've been on the part of each of the sessions seems to be the patrons try and desperately (laughs) wrangle in in the chaotic energy of the crit chatters and if that doesn't sound (laughs) like a good day to you i don't know what is I low-key feel bad for any of the patrons that try to play because it's just like, here I am with a fucking communist goblin. No, don't feel sorry for them. They'll have a great time. Please go to our Patreon. Ugh. Oh, yeah, no, you're having a really good time. It's a fun time. You love uh, it. You, you will genuinely. Love energy. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll cry a bit more. Probably cry more than Probably cry more. Laugh, but it's there. <laughs> you'll have confusing feelings. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll try and convert you to communism at some point. Yeah, like it's just a, it's a fun it'll happen. Time. Just, mm. just roll with punches. But don't, but don't worry, his charisma score is very low. It's very it's unlikely so that you'll be affected. You'll you'll be okay. I meant in the real world, but, um, but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, so did Alfred though. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if you want to do that, you go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. Uh, next up, Josh, what you got for us? Yes, I am. Uh, I do a show with my brother. A comedy podcast uh, called On the Front Porch with Us. It is a show about Disney movies, and we review them. And we have been doing Toy Story recently, getting through all of them, including that weird Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie that was really, really bad. But <laughs> the animated series is fucking great, though. You see yes, that? I have. It, it, uh, so so the first episode was bad. The first episode is the movie. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the the rest of it is fine. Uh, yeah, you can find that on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Front Porch Disney, and I'm around in those places too. Question: Do you do Disney games, and very more specifically, a Disney game that's about Toy Story, like a Toy Story game? Oh, like what? I don't understand. <laughs> 
See, that's my problem. I don't either. I used to have a, a Toy Story game that was, was a video game, and it was, like, old and terrible when I was young, and it was so bad, but I loved it more than I loved anything on this earth, and I don't know what it was called or how to find it again. I've Googled it, and I can't find it. I... Um, so if you find that for me, let me know. Thank you. I, I'm not, I don't know that I'm the person to ask because I don't really play video games, but I can... Let, let me see what I can do. Send me, send me a message later. I'll try and dig something up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go go and find those where podcasts are found? Uh, Alfred, Alfred already went. Owen, what you got? See, for even us? you do it. Even no, you do was, it, and you're the I'm host. I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at the at the Hangouts chat, and I saw Alfred's face, and I was like, oh, look at that little face. Look at that boy. <laughs> look at that boy. Such a good, sweet, such a pure, sweet kind little uh, face. It's such a kind long, face. Kind, a wonderful face. kind face. Good shaped face. like a friend. <laughs> shaped like a friend. Uh, well, this yeah. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is doing wonders for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what you got for us, Owen? Uh, I do two podcasts, really. That's kind of what I'm known for. Uh, I do a comedy podcast with my friend Jay. It's called Think of the Children. We attempt to ruin your childhood in a number of terrible ways. Uh, we recently been we passed our one year anniversary, which is really great. Well, what have we done? We've ruined. I literally can't think of anything. I've done this podcast for a year, and I can't think of a single fucking one. The year anniversary, you re-ruined a bunch of things that you ruined in the very That's first true. episode. We, we made Bionicles into sex toys. There you go. Um, we, start, we turned Star Trek D Says 9 into The Office in space. Yeah. Um, there's just a whole bunch of good stuff, so go check that out if that sounds like your jam. I also do a D&D actual play podcast called Not Saving the Realm, which I need to edit the episode for. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's been a month. Uh, <laughs> I do it with Ismay uh, and Jay and my other friend, Bonnie, and it's a good time. We play D- we play D and D. What more the fuck? You- what more do you want, you giant nerds? Um, you can find. <laughs> you can also follow me on Twitter at the Owen Piper, where I tweet about things. You can find all that and more over on my website, which is www.totccast.com. I'm, I'm thinking about putting a 2002 Flash game on there. I need to Ooh. find someone who will let me use it. Yes, <laughs> good. If I can steal a Flash game from someone or like get the rights to it, I'm going to put that on the site and just let that be there just for people to use. <laughs> just, have, just have, I was like, look, come for the game, stay for the content. <laughs> stay for this comedy Ooh, podcast. Oh, see if you can get, instead of music in the background of the Flash game, it's just your podcasts running. Ooh, that's very good. I know. Excellent. I am a me- a mogul. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can find me over on Twitch if you want to watch me stream games. I do most days. Uh, it's at twitch.tv forward slash ATCupGamer. Uh, you can find me playing a whole bunch of different games. Right now I'm playing the Telltale Game of Thrones game, um, which is Ooh. horrific because um, it's bad for my ADHD because I like to pay attention to a lot of things and not when it wants me to say something really fast. instead, <laughs> So I'm mostly playing a silent protagonist because I dither too much. That's fun. <laughs> this is uh, very good. <laughs> very good. Excellent. But yeah, find me over on Twitch. Uh, you can find Crit Chat on iTunes by searching Crit Chat in podcasts and leave us a five-star review for this obviously five-star show and find us on all the best podcast apps. And yeah, until two weeks time, because it's a two weeks time thing now, I have been Ismay. I've been Alfred. I'm Josh. It's me, your boy. <laughs> and you've been Ismay, you're, to- you're going to change it anyway. Why do I bother? You're going to put something <laughs> in anyway. See, now I don't have to. And now it's just you you're throwing a tantrum <laughs> for no reason. You've been listening to Crit Chat. See you later, nerds. Jesus, get it. <laughs> <laughs>